0: Act 2 of the first part of Tamburlaine the Great by Christopher Marlowe This is a LibriVox recording All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain For more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org Act 2 Scene 1 Enter Cosroe Menaphon Ortigius and Senius with soldiers
1: Thus far are we towards Theridamus and valiant Tamburlaine, the man of fame, the man that in the forehead of his fortune bears figures of renown and miracle. But tell me that hast seen him, Menophon, what stature wields he, and what personage?
2: Of stature tall and straightly fashioned, like his desire, lift upwards and divine. So large of limbs, his joints so strongly knit, such breadth of shoulders might mainly bear old Atlas burden. Twixt his manly pitch, a pearl worth more than all the world is placed, Wherein, by curious sovereignty of art, are fixed his piercing instruments of sight, Whose fiery circles bear encompassed a heaven of heavenly bodies in their spheres, That guides his steps and actions to the throne, whereon honour sits, invested royally, Pale of complexion wrought in him with passion, thirsting with sovereignty and love of arms. His lofty brows enfold to figure death, and in their smoothness, amity, and life. About them hangs a knot of amber hair, wrapped in curls, as fierce Achilles was, on which the breath of heaven delights to play, making it dance with wanton majesty. His arms and fingers long and sinewy, betokening valour and excessive strength, in every part proportioned, like the man, should make the world subdued to Tamblane.
1: Well hast thou portrayed in thy terms of life the face and personage of a wondrous man, Nature doth strive with fortune and his stars to make him famous in accomplished worth, and well his merits show him to be made his fortune's master and the king of men, that could persuade at such a sudden pinch, with reasons of his valour and his life, a thousand sworn and overmatching foes. Then when our powers in points of swords are joined and closed in compass of the killing bullet though straight the passage and the port be made that leads to palace of my brother's life proud is his fortune if we pierce it not and when the princely persian diadem shall overweigh his weary witless head and fall like mellowed fruit with shakes of death in fair persia noble Tamberlane shall be my regent
3: and remain as king In happy hour we have set the crown upon your kingly head, that seeks our honour in joining with the man ordained by heaven, to further every action to the best.
4: He that with shepherds and a little spoil, durst in disdain of wrong and tyranny defend his freedom against a monarchy, what will he do supported by a king, leading a troop of gentlemen and lords, and stuffed with treasure for his highest thoughts?
1: and such shall wait on worthy Tamburlaine. our army will be forty thousand strong when Tamburlaine and brave theridimus have met us by the river ararus and all conjoined to meet the witless king that now is marching near to parthia and with unwilling soldiers faintly armed to seek revenge on me and Tamburlaine. to whom sweet menaphon direct me straight
2: i will my lord Accent.
0: Act two scene two Enter Mycetes, Meander, with other lords and soldiers
5: Come, my Meander, let us to this gear. I tell you true, my heart is swollen with wrath on this same thievish villain Tamburlaine, and on that false coseroe my traitorous brother. Would it not grieve a king to be so abused, And have a thousand horsemen ta'en away? And, which is worse, to have his diadem sought for By such scald knaves as love him not? I think it would. Well then, by heavens, I swear, Aurora shall not peep out of her doors, But I will have Kosroeh by the head, And kill proud Tamburlaine with point of sword. Tell you the rest, meander, I have said.'
6: then having passed armenian deserts now and pitched our tents under the georgian hills whose tops are covered with tartarian thebes that lie in ambush waiting for a prey what should we do but bid them battle straight and rid the world of those detested troops lest if we let them linger here a while they gather strength by power of fresh supplies their country swarms with vile outrageous men that live by rapine and by lawless spoil FIT SOLDIERS FOR THE WICKED Tamburlaine, AND HE THAT COULD WITH GIFTS AND PROMISES inveigle HIM THAT LED A THOUSAND HORSE, AND MAKE HIM FALSE HIS FAITH UNTO HIS KING, WILL QUICKLY WIN SUCH AS BE LIKE HIMSELF. THEREFORE, CHEER UP YOUR MINDS, PREPARE TO FIGHT. HE THAT CAN TAKE OR SLAUGHTER Tamburlaine SHALL RULE THE PROVINCE OF ALBANIA. WHO BRINGS THAT TRAITOR'S HEAD, THERIDIMUS, SHALL HAVE A GOVERNMENT IN MEDEA, BESIDES THE SPOIL OF HIM AND ALL HIS TRAIN. But if Khosrowe, as our spies say, and as we know, remains with Tamburlaine, his highness's pleasure is that he should live, and be reclaimed with princely lenity. Enter a spy.
0: A hundred horsemen of my company, scouting abroad upon these champion plains, have viewed the army of the Scythians, which make report it far exceeds
6: the King's. Suppose they be in number infinite yet being void of martial discipline and running headlong greedy after spoils and more regarding gain than victory like to the cruel brothers of the earth sprung of the teeth of dragons venomous their careless sword shall lance their fellows throats and make us triumph in their overthrow
5: was there such brethren as sweet may undersay that sprung of teeth of dragons venomous so poets say my lord and his pretty toy to be a poet well well meander thou art deeply red and having me i have a jewel sure go on my lord and give your charge i say thy wit will make us conquerors to-day
6: then noble soldiers to entrap these thieves that live confounded in disordered troops if wealth or riches may prevail with them we have our camels laden all with gold which you that be but common soldiers shall fling in every corner of the field And while the base-born Tartars take it up, you, fighting more for honour than for gold, shall massacre those greedy-minded slaves. And when their scattered army is subdued, and you march on their slaughtered carcasses, share equally the gold that bought their lives, and live like gentlemen in Persia. Strike up the drum, and march courageously. Fortune herself doth sit upon
5: our crests he tells you true my masters so he does drums why sound ye not when meander speaks accent
0: Drums sounding act two scene three enter cosroe Tamburlaine, theridimus tecelles usumcasane and ortigius with others
1: now worthy Tamburlaine, have i reposed in thy approved fortunes all my hope what think'st thou man shall come of our attempts for even as from assured oracle i take thy doom for satisfaction
7: and so mistake you not a whit my lord for fates and oracles of heaven have sworn to royalize the deeds of Tamburlaine and make them blest that share in his attempts and doubt you not but if you favour me and let my fortunes and my valour sway to some direction in your martial deeds the world will strive with hosts of men-at-arms to swarm unto the ensign i support the host of xerxes which by fame is said to drink the mighty parthian araris was but a handful to that we will have Our quivering lances, shaking in the air, and bullets like Jove's dreadful thunderbolts, enrolled in flames and fiery smouldering mists, shall threat the gods more than cyclopean wars. And with our sunbright armor, as we march, we'll chase the stars from heaven and dim their eyes that stand and muse at our admired arms. You see, my lord, what working words
4: he hath. But when you see his actions top his speech, your speech will stay or so extol his worth as i shall be commended and excused for turning my poor charge to his direction and these two renowned friends my lord would make one thirst and strive to be retained in such a great degree of amity
1: with duty and with amity we yield our utmost service to the fair cosroe which i esteem as portion of my crown usumkasane and tachelis both when she that rules in Ramnus' golden gates and makes a passage for all prosperous arms shall make me solely emperor of asia then shall your meads and valors be advanced to rooms of honor and nobility
7: then haste Khosraway to be king alone that i with these my friends and all my men may triumph in our long-expected fate the king your brother is now hard at hand meet with the fool and rid your royal shoulders of such a burden as outweighs the sands and all the craggy rocks of caspia
5: enter a messenger my lord we have discovered the enemy ready to charge you with a mighty army
7: come Tamburlaine!
1: now wet thy winged sword and lift thy lofty arm into the clouds that it may reach the king of persia's crown and set it
7: safe on my victorious head see where it is the keenest axe that e'er made passage through persian arms these are the wings shall make it fly as swift as doth the lightning or the breath of heaven and kill as sure as it swiftly flies
1: thy words assure me of kind success go valiant soldier go before and charge the fainting army of that foolish king
7: usum kasane and tichelis come we are now to scare the enemy and more than needs to make an emperor
0: accent to the battle act two scene four enter mycetes with his crown
5: in his hand accursed be he that first invented war they knew not ah they knew not simple men how those were hit by pelting cannon shot stand staggering like a quivering aspen leaf fearing the force of boreas boisterous blasts in what lamentable case were i if nature had not given me wisdom's law for kings are clouts that every man shoots at i'll crown the pin that thousands seek to cleave therefore in policy i think it good to hide it close a goodly stratagem and far from any man that is a fool so shall i not be known or if i be they cannot take away my crown from me. Here will I hide it in the simple hole. Enter Tamburlaine.
7: What, fearful coward, straggling from the camp when kings themselves are present in the field? Thou liest. Base villain, darst thou give me the lie? Away, I
5: am the king. Go, touch me not. Thou breakest the law of arms unless thou kneel and cry me mercy noble king are you the
7: witty king of persia ay marry am i have you any suit to me i would entreat you to speak but three wise words so i can when i see my time is this
5: your crown ay didst thou ever see a fairer you will not
7: sell it will you
5: such another word and i will have thee executed come
7: give it me no i took it prisoner
5: you lie i
7: gave it you then tis mine no i mean i let you keep it well i mean you shall have it again here take it for a while i lend it thee till i may see thee hemmed with armed men then shalt thou see me pull it from thy head thou art no match for mighty tamburlaine exit
5: oh god is this tamburlaine the thief I marvel much he stole it not away.
0: Trumpets within sound to the battle. He runs out. Act Two, Scene Five. Enter Kosroe, Tamburlaine, Menaphon, Meander, Ortigius, Theridamas, Tecellis, Usumcasane, with others.
7: Hold thee, Kosroe wear two imperial crowns think thee invested now as royally even by the mighty hand of Tamburlaine, as if as many kings as could encompass thee with greatest pomp had crowned the emperor
1: so do i thrice-renowned man-at-arms and none shall keep the crown but Tamburlaine. thee do i make my regent of persia and general-lieutenant of my armies Meander, you that were our brother's guide and chiefest counsellor in all his acts, since he is yielded to the stroke of war on your submission, we with thanks excuse and give you equal place in our affairs,,
6: most happy emperor, in humblest terms, I vow my service to your majesty with utmost virtue of my faith and duty.
1: thanks, good Meander. Then Kosroe reign, and govern Persia in her former pomp. Now send embassage to thy neighbor kings, and let them know the Persian king is changed, from one that knew not what a king should do, to one that can command what longs thereto. And now we will to fair Persepolis, with twenty thousand expert soldiers. The lords and captains of my brother's camp, with little slaughter, take meander's course, and gladly yield them to my gracious rule ortigius and meniphon my trusty friends now will i gratify your former good and grace your calling
3: with a greater sway and as we ever aimed at your behoof and sought your state all honour it deserved so will we with our powers and our lives endeavour to preserve and prosper it i
1: will not thank thee sweet ortigius Better replies shall prove my purposes. And now, Lord Tamberlane, my brother's camp I leave to thee and to Theridamus to follow me to fair Persepolis. Then will we march to all those Indian mines my witless brother to the Christians lost, and ransom them with fame and usury. And till thou overtake me, Tamberlane, staying to order all the scattered troops, farewell, Lord Regent and his happy friends. I long to sit upon my brother's throne. Your majesty shall shortly have your wish and ride in
6: triumph through Persepolis.
0: Accent all except Temberlane, Theridamus, Techelles, and Usumkasane.
7: And ride in triumph through Persepolis. Is it not brave to be a king, Tichelis, Usum, Cassime, and Theridimus? Is it not passing brave to be a king and ride in triumph through Persepolis? O oh,
2: my lord, it is sweet and full of pomp. To be a king is half
4: to be a god. A god is not so glorious as a king. I think the pleasure they enjoy in heaven cannot compare with kingly joys in earth. To wear a crown in chaste, with pearls and gold, Whose virtues carry with it life and death, To ask and have, command and be obeyed. When looks breed love, with looks to gain the prize, Such power attractive shines in Prince's eyes. Why say, Theridimus,
7: wilt thou be a king?
4: Nay, though I praise it, I can live without it.
7: What say my other friends? Will you be kings? I, if I could, with all my heart, my lord. Why, that's well said, Tichelis. So would I, and so would you, my masters, would you not? What, then, my lord? Why, then, Cassinay, shall we wish for aught the world affords in greatest novelty, and rest a temptless and destitute? Methinks we should not— i am strongly moved that if i should desire the persian crown i could attain it with a wondrous ease and would not all our soldiers soon consent if we should aim at such a dignity i know they would with our persuasion why then Theridamus, i'll first essay to get the persian kingdom to myself then thou for parthia they for scythia and media and if i prosper all shall be as sure as if the turk the pope african greece came creeping to us with their crowns apiece then shall we send to this triumphing king and bid him battle for his novel crown nay quickly then before his room be hot twill prove a pretty jest in faith my friends
4: a jest to charge on twenty thousand men i judge the purchase more important far
7: Judge by thyself, Theridimus, not me, for presently Ticellis here shall haste to bid him battle ere he pass too far, and lose more labour than the gain will quite. Then shalt thou see this Scythian Tamburlaine make but a jest to win the Persian crown. Ticelles, take a thousand horse with thee, and bid him turn him back to war with us, that only made him king to make us sport. We will not steal upon him cowardly, but give him warning and more warriors. Haste thee Ticelles, we will follow thee. Exit
0: Ticelles
7: What saith THERIDYMUS? Go on for me
0: Exant Act two scene six Enter COSROE, Meander, Ortigius and MENAPHON, with soldiers
1: what means this devilish shepherd to aspire with such a giantly presumption to cast up hills against the face of heaven and dare the force of angry jupiter but as he thrust them underneath the hills and pressed out fire from their burning jaws so will i send this monstrous slave to hell where flames shall ever feed upon his soul some powers divine or else infernal mix their angry seeds at
6: his conception for he was never sprung of human race since with the spirit of his fearful pride he durst so doubtlessly resolve of rule and by
3: profession be ambitious what god or fiend or spirit of the earth or monster turned to a manly shape or of what mould or metal he be made what star or fate soever govern him let us put on our meat encountering minds and in detesting such a devilish thief in love of honour and defence of right be armed against the hate of such a foe whether from earth or hell or heaven he grow
1: And since we all have sucked one wholesome air and with the same proportion of elements resolve i hope we are resembled vowing our loves to equal death and life let's cheer our soldiers to encounter him that grievous image of ingratitude that fiery thirster after sovereignty and burn him in the fury of that flame that none can quench but blood and empery resolve my lords and loving soldiers now to save your king and country from decay, then strike up, drum, and all the stars that make the loathsome circle of my dated life, direct my weapon to his barbarous heart that thus opposeth him against the gods and scorns the powers that govern Persia.
0: Accent, drums sounding. Act two, scene seven, alarms of battle within. Then enter Kosroe, wounded, Tamburlaine, Theridimus, Tecellis, Usumkasane, with others.
1: Barbarous and bloody Tamburlaine, thus to deprive me of my crown and life. Treacherous and false Theridimus, even at the morning of my happy state, scarce being seated in my royal throne to work my downfall and untimely end. An uncouth pain torments my grieved soul, and death arrests the organ of my voice, who entering at the breach thy sword hath made, sacks every vein and artier of my heart.
7: Bloody and insatiate tamburlaine the thirst of rain and sweetness of a crown that caused the eldest son of heavenly ops to thrust his doting father from his chair and place himself in the imperial heaven moved me to manage arms against thy state what better precedent than mighty jove nature that framed us of four elements warring within our breast for regiment doth teach us all to have aspiring minds our souls whose faculties can comprehend the wondrous architecture of the world and measure every wandering planet's course still climbing after knowledge infinite and always moving as the restless spheres will us to wear ourselves and never rest until we reach the ripest fruit of all that perfect bliss and soul felicity the sweet fruition of an earthly crown
4: and that made me to join with Tamburlaine, for he is gross and like the massy earth that moves not upwards nor by princely deeds doth mean to soar above the highest sort
6: and that made us the friends of tamberlane to lift our swords
2: against the persian king for as when jove did thrust old saturn down neptune and disc gained each of them a crown so do we ought to reign in asia if tamberlane is placed in persia
1: the strangest men that ever nature made i know not how to take their tyrannies my bloodless body waxeth chill and cold And with my blood my life slides through my wound. My soul begins to take her flight to hell and summons all my senses to depart. The heat and moisture which did feed each other for want of nourishment to feed them both are dry and cold. And now doth ghastly death with greedy talents gripe my bleeding heart and like a harpy tires on my life Theridamus and Tamberlane i die and fearful vengeance light upon you both
0: <gasps> dies Tamburlaine takes kusroe's crown and puts it on his own head
7: not all the curses which the furies breathe shall make me leave so rich a prize as this Theridamas, Ticelles, and the rest who think you now is king of persia
6: Temberine.
7: Temberine. Though Mars himself the angry god of arms, and all the earthly potentates conspire to dispossess me of this diadem, yet will I wear it in despite of them as great commander of this eastern world, if you but say that Tamburlaine shall reign. Long live
4: Tamburlaine and reign in Asia.
7: So, now it is more surer on my head than if the gods had held a parliament and all pronounced me king of Persia.
0: Excellent. End of Act Two.